We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Mo What? Nothing. What? Nothing. What were you going to say? The soundboard. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, it's, well, it's not even hooked up. That's uh, why I, we'll be fine. What's good, bro? Let's go. Let's go. Come on. You know, I'm going to save it for the Thursday shows like you do. How's that? Mm. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. What are you worried about? You fucking, you want me to boo you? <laughs> Thursday exclusive. That's true. Like, I, I am, you like, suffer at the hands of this I do. Place. I don't know why I like it so much, but here know. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I have it's no a idea. fantastic addition. <laughs> Tim has just, like, embraced the role of villain. Nah, I, I embrace the role of the people. I, I get love out there, right? Yeah, you People do. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. you your head is shining tonight. Yeah, is it? Yeah. yeah. Nice. nice. I, don't <laughs> I don't know if it's because you're under the thing. It's probably because of that. Yo, is that a, as a bull person? Is that like a compliment? Yes. Yeah, like yo, your shit's uh, shining. Oh yeah. Yo, Cause like, or are you like more like self conscious? Like yo, chill. Nah, I want my shit to be as shiny as possible. You don't want it to be like Matt. <laughs> Not, uh, you know, sometimes. <laughs> oh, you want it to be that? I guess the, I don't know. I I don't just don't want it to be dry. Because then you get because as a bull guy, yeah, all the time. As a bald guy, you can you can still get dandruff. Yeah, I'd be the worst bald really? guy, bro. Yeah, it's oh, like oh wow, that's trash. Yeah, it's like because dandruff comes from your scalp. So if your yeah, scalp is yeah. dry, bro, I'd be the worst bald guy. Why? I have terrible dandruff. Do you? Really? I used to have it before. Like was, I'll have it bald. like weeks at a time. Like weeks, it'll be good. I'm like, ah, you know, this is good. And then like it'll be like snowing in front of me. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, like Yo, what the fuck? Happened? The transition from like when it's like cold as fuck like where it starts being like 20 degrees or whatever during that transition i have pretty bad dandruff because my scalp gets like dry yo why is it your, your head though but imagine that's the only part of like like you, that you sheds word but, i'm not flaking anywhere else yeah you'll be surprised you ever see the bill burr comedy special where he was dating a black girl and the black girl's like do you moisturize he's like yeah. no he's like oh he scratches. and then he scratches his arm and it, why tim just did this like two weeks ago. yeah you oh, did yeah. yeah you scratched me you're like, see <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> not really <laughs> well i'm i'm ashy as fuck everywhere but Got an you ashy know, cock? Imagine you... No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Can you know. imagine? What? Ashy cocks? Yeah, ashy cocks. I mean, that'd be whack. That'd be weird. Because then you'd be like... You'd have to put lotion on your dick, and then you'd get yourself in a situation. Word. Then you'd have to... I mean, at that point, you you're, jer- you're jerking off. Yeah, you have, you have yeah. to finish the deed. <laughs> Yo, have you guys ever jerked off with jerkins? <clears throat> with, like, hand lotion? Yeah. Of course. Really? Yes. I never... Did you say jerk off with jerkers? Jerkins. With jerkins. Oh, like, hand, oh. like lotion. I've never done that. Yo, yeah, do it. Make Do yourself a favor. I mean, it's probably going to be, my dick would probably be like the softest it's ever been. Like, ever. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I don't I know how you, we got here, but it's the closest you're going to get to a vagina. Besides uh, using a toy or something. But I've never used a toy, so I can't tell you. You got to call it a toy? I feel like. I don't like the fleshlight. Yeah, there you go. That's better. Yeah, like a fleshlight. Using a toy, I think I'm, I think of dildos. <laughs> yeah, I, I just made that request <laughs> for uh, Secret Santa. Yeah, fleshlight? We, like, it's, it, it's weird if I go buy one, but if it's a gift, you can be like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Yo, I would 100% use a flashlight, but I'm not. I can't. I don't have it in me to clean it. I hear you. Like it would be a one-time use. It would be like a, it would be like a disposable camera. Like I'll use this, but I'm not gonna like. But re- any effort into it. like, yeah. I feel we gotta pull out of a flashlight. 
No, no, no. I'm fleshlight. Fucking nailing that thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's a one-time use. Yeah, so I, but I don't have it in me to be in my sink like, I got it. <laughs> I will clean it. I can't do that. That's a little crazy. But. There has to be a way. There has to be a way. There. Anyway, welcome yeah, back that's to the Veterans Minimum. <laughs> fucking a flashlight's regular. The, cl- the cleaning is the crazy part. Yeah. Like, uh, or what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to put it in your fucking dishwasher next to your glasses and shit? <laughs> no. That's not happening either. Why? What's all this shit all over my glasses? Yeah. Oh, ew. Yeah. Glasses look looking a little foggy, you know? <laughs> 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 I can't. Anyway, <laughs> what are we talking about? Anyway, uh, fucking before we get into like the week 10, is it week 10? Already. The week 10. Nitty gritty. Yes. Um, I wanted to talk about UFC a little bit. There was like this crazy ass finish with Korean Zabi and Yair where uh, Yair threw a cr- weird ass like 6-12, not 12-6, 6-12 elbow and hit him in the last second, knocked him out with like literally no time on the clock. Buzzer beater. It's crazy. It is wild. And like... You guys can go to our Instagram and check this out. It's yeah, one of the craziest, it one of the craziest finishes you've ever seen. I, I I just watched that. I'm like, yo, who has the presence of mind? First of all, it was the fifth round. Yeah. It was the main event, so it was a five-round fight. Mm-hmm. At that point, it was like 24 minutes and 57 seconds of fighting. Oof. Who has the presence of mind to throw a 6-12 elbow yeah. as their last strike thrown of the fight? Like... Let me try this. Like, I'm down on the cards. Let me see if I can finish him with this. It looked like a desperation heave because I, when I first saw the clip, I thought it was a, a headbutt. Like, he tried right. to come up with his you head. You and Paul Felder. Him. Paul Felder yeah. was like, yo. But then you look at it in the slow motion. You see it's an elbow. It, it, it looked like a desperation. It looked like an Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary to the end zone. That's what it looked like. On our IG, the clip, it shows him like, it's a, the camera angle is like from, it's, it's, like you said, it's a weird angle. I thought like he just like collapsed. Like it, I didn't see an elbow. I was like, yo, what, what knocked him out? Mm. Yeah. And like I didn't see a head, but either because he was ducking down. So I was like, what the hell was that? And they showed the replay. Like, yeah, he just like collapsed. Just like vicious. fell into his. That feet. was ugly. Yeah. And at then, veterans then, un- underscore minimum, by the way. And then at the buzzer too, that shit just went off. And look, we also got to mention that this was a hell of a fight. Yeah, yeah these were guys standing really in front of each other, teeing off. And boss, you mentioned something before we started recording. How the crowd at one point started booing. Because those guys were like saluting each other throughout the fight. Yeah. Like you see it a lot where guys pay respect to one another and they're like, you know, touch gloves. Yeah, even, the start of a round yeah, is cool. But, but like during, you know, like they'll like smile and shit and other, yeah, they even hugged me. each other at one point. Right Bro. before that, with like 15 seconds left in the fight. They kind of did that again, like a show of respect to each other. Yeah. The crowd started booing at different points. But even Felder and, and I think it was Fitzgerald were like, yo, come on. Like, it's the last 10. Like, fight, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. this is it. And the Korean zombie rushed them. And yeah. there. Korean zombie up. was like leaning in the whole. That's why I think he threw that elbow because like he he was leaning in a lot when he was He has a pressure fighter too. Zombie, yeah, yeah. So, yo. Who salute. do you think was winning that fight up until then? It was zombie on the card. They said Shit. it was 3-1 zombie. Damn. And it would have been three. It was two. three one three one, and one judge had it tied, so he would have won the fight via split. Yeah, Damn. I've never seen some some shit like that. And like all the years I've been watching UFC, probably like eight years now I've been watching it. But the last three four years with our buddy Jared now fighting, uh, I've picked up more of an interest in it. I don't miss any cards. I mean, I know being a degenerate that also helps uh, rooting interest <laughs> with uh, playing DraftKings and shit every week. But regardless. I haven't seen some shit like that, yo. And it got me thinking, what are some of the craziest endings you've seen in just like sports? I was going to say, like, I know this sounds like it's a buzzer beater or whatever, but this is like crazier than a buzzer beater. Yeah. A knockout. So I feel like the only thing you could kind of compare it to is like when McGrady scored whatever the fuck it was in like 13 seconds. Oh, How many points it, it was, was that? 13 points in 35 oh, thir- seconds. Yeah, yeah. 13 points in 35 seconds. It, it was like that. Like, like so doing something Miller. like crazy, like out of nowhere. That was the one it kind of reminded me of because I'm like, We've seen buzzer beaters and shit, and people hit like game-winning shots. But I was like, this was a completely different thing. Like we're, it would be like hitting a full court shot, and you're down, and like it counted for twenty. Yo, I got a good one. What about Derek Fisher against the Spurs? It's point four, point five seconds. They changed rules because of that. Now it's uh, uh, now oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think it's possible to get a shot off. Yeah, unless it's point four or higher. Yeah, yeah, it's three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, three you got a tip if it's oh, if it's Under less than point three. 4. Yeah, 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 or point four. Dude, I, I the craziest finish that I saw like that is probably last year's finals where J.R. Smith <laughs> took the ball. Damn, that's your craziest. Offensive rebound. But my craziest finish, I think, is David Freeze hitting the walk-off home run against right. the against the Rangers. 
in that epic, epic World Series. That was one of the best games I've ever seen in my life. Was it Game any. Six? I think it that was. That was Game Six. I remember watching that shit. It went into and extra innings. That was they had the lead the twice, twelfth or thirteenth Rangers. And David Freeze hits the walk-off home run, and that that game kept going back and forth. That was one of the most insane finishes I've ever seen. There's so many insane finishes. My, I mean, my most insane finish, non-finish almost, because it didn't count. But it was I was at the game in the Garden. It was Syracuse versus UConn, six overtime game. When Devendorf hits the three, and everyone thinks it's over, and then it was like three long hours after that the game was decided. Six overtimes, like the longest basketball game ever played. So it was pretty historic. Johnny Flynn was in that game, right? Johnny Flynn, yeah. yeah I remember that game. My guy, he was a monster. Yeah. I love Johnny Flynn. Yeah, I love Johnny some, Flynn. Say. Someone could say, some, some would Curry. say, like Timberwolves executives would say, he's better than Steph Curry. Yo, what about, uh, I know I know it sucks because. Um, I think your phone's ringing. Yeah, no, it's in the other room, though. Yeah, I, I have oh, it charging. Wow. Yeah. You, uh, you have the Entourage theme song as your ringtone? Always and forever, bro. Number one. Legend. Always and forever. In a good way, though. In yeah, a good, way. good and bad way. <laughs> but, yo, uh, I mean, a wild ending is. Deshaun Jackson returning that punt. I know oh it ha- I know it happened against my Damn, team, but yeah, well, that is that is some shit. That's a walk. Oh, that, yeah. dude, to go to the NFC title game last year too. Stephon Diggs walk off touchdown. Oh, oh wow. yeah, yes. come on, yo. we're fucking talk dumb. Talk about zero seconds left on the clock. Yeah, talk about yeah. That's a walk off. What about the uh, the fumble? The Cowboys player, I forget his name, going into the end zone. He's strutting, and then they he fumbles at the goal line. Oh, Leon Lent, I think Leon it was, right? Lent, yeah, yeah, against Leon the Bills Lent. in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but that wasn't like a game-ender, though. The game was... They were up like 40 points, I think, in that. I'm, I'm really not getting the concept Yo, of this nothing, whole segment. <laughs> no, no. no like, like buzzer beater, walk-off. Tim is just like naming big-time I mean, legendary thing. Sorry, boss, but Luis Gonzalez, 2001, with yeah. the walk-off base hit against Mariano Rivera, the, one, the, the GOAT. You walk off against the GOAT, that's, that's big. In Game 7 at home. Whatever. After <laughs> that, that whole series Whatever. was, was <laughs> one of the best baseball series in history. Like you had Young Young Kim giving up two games yeah, at Yankee Stadium, sick. and then you got Mariano Rivera giving up. I think he gave up two games in Arizona. That one was the game, the game seven giving up that that game. Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson pitched out of the bullpen. That was that was insane. That was a great game. I mean, Giants Super Bowl obviously is like an easy answer as well. That was you know crazy. I don't. We don't have to talk about that. Do you remember the hail mary to to Randy Moss at the very end of that game? Yeah, he almost completed it. Oof! So close. Imagine how different history would be right now if he completed that hail mary to Randy Moss. No, no, I refuse. <laughs> I won't. I won't think of it. Would, would Eli Manning called, in the first in the in the first uh, was it the first one or the second one? I can't remember. Second now. one, where he almost called it like yeah. a deflection. Yeah, yeah. The no, no. Yeah, he dove for it. Oh my god! I remember that. You think Dude, I Manning? celebrate that those Giants victories, like the the Super Bowls, both of them. Like, I reacted as if, like, on, like in soccer, like when someone scores a goal, you're like, yes, but was it offsides? Like, yeah. you have a second of like, is it a goal or not? So it was the same thing. It was like, when I was, is everyone running off the field yet? When I was at the Super Bowl for in Indianapolis for that second one that you're talking about, low I was on flex. the uh, yeah low key flex. <laughs> I was on the other end zone, so they were going away from me. I was in the end zone where Bradshaw sat down. Yeah, right. So they were going away. I lost track of the ball. What got me to realize that they won were all the Giants players bugging up in there. Yeah, like they were going crazy. So when I saw the ball get thrown, I lost it. And then I'm like, you know, I'm holding my head. I'm like, oh, my God, what happened? I saw mad people jumping. And then I saw, like, Kenny Phillips. I'll never forget. It was the first guy I looked at. Him and Antro roll jumping at each other. I was like, oh, my God. Tears. Bedlam. <laughs> Tears. <laughs> yo, watching your team win a championship must be a great feeling. It's it great. is. I Go. wish I knew what that felt like. Go. Yo, last one. Donovan scoring that oh, goal against Algeria. Yo, that was sick, too. Sick. Oh. I, I kind of treat that World Cup like the beginning of my friendship with Boss. That's when, like, I got really close with yeah. Boss. Oh my I god! Had a broken, I, I had a broken the, foot. We were all at Rockies during that game. No, no, I no, was there at we, Nick's house. We were at my crib for that. I have the you picture, were there. bro. I have the oh, picture. Oh yes, 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 yes. I remember we were all together. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we also wore, watched a lot of that World Cup at Rockies. No, that was a different nah, World was, Cup. Was that the next World Cup? Four yeah. years yeah. later. Mm. Yeah, we were that was young. like Ghana or some shit. Yes, the Ghana game. Yeah, which was also oh, a good but, ass time. But that girl was there that we called Algeria. Yeah. Yes. She was like, "That's what made me confused." <laughs> she, was, she was like, "If you say no, 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 that was against Belgium, I think." She's like, "If oh, you say, if you say win, if USA wins, I'll show everyone my tits." And then we lost, and she did it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> she had to pick up our spirits. Yeah. You know? yeah. 
That was, was a, a rough one. Good times. That was a rough one to pick up your spirits. Yeah. There was a, a little person on the bar pouring yes. shots into my mouth. It's amazing. I wish I was there. It's a good time. That little guy is a staple over there. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's like an Astoria staple. Yeah. Whenever yeah, there's a mission, it's him. Yeah. You know, you can't say that, bro. Hey, you already Why said not? it. Why not? I know. Why it's, can't it's, you say that? It's a, it's a bad term now. That's a legal term. Nah, it's not, <laughs> not anymore. A legal term. If you are like, yeah, if you're under. Nah, it's a little a person now. No, nah, yeah, they changed it. Change it. Midget is a derogatory. Jesus. Oh, my God. Nah, for real, though. Whatever, yo. It's <laughs> like. <laughs> yo, this is so ridiculous. No, I, no, listen, I had a conversation on other people's Like, lives. I don't mean to offend any little people since they are little people now, See, but like. This is this is the thing. In my time growing up, there were midgets. Right, exactly. And for me, I was t- I talked we talked to a little person on other people's lives, the other podcast that I do, and I said to them, I was like, personally, I mean, I know I'm not like a little person, but I feel like I'd rather be called a midget than a little person. It just feels like you're degrading me. someone. Yeah, you're like, I agree. You're, you're I agree, but it's not. It's know, not, not for us to decide. decide. <laughs> but, exactly. you know, do your thing. Um, what the fuck are we talking about? I don't Sports know. Sports <laughs> moments at the buzzer. <laughs> yeah, but he's the man, though. Yeah, that you know. Yes. Yeah. Yo, but that Donovan, the goal, that was, that was special. I remember that World Cup. I had a Regents, and it was like a wow. 12 o'clock game. And I was like, yo, Nick, I'm coming over after. It was a Slovenia game. And I was, yeah, it was a Slovenia, Slovenia game. It was almost halftime. And Donovan scored that goal along the goal line. And I'm standing outside next door, like, yo, let me in. <laughs> and no one's coming to the door. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yo, it's almost half. Just wait outside. I'm like, I'm fucking here. What are you talking about? Like, someone let me in. Like, yo, it's like the 44th minute. It's almost half. Just wait. I missed the goal. That game was epic, too, though. I think they tied that. Bradley got called for a phantom foul. That was some fun moments. Dude, what about this past year? Tua. Hmm? Tua, yeah. The national championship game. That was a crazy. Yo, even Clemson. He uh Deshaun Watson, the game the game ends on the Heathrow, Heathrow, I think his name was. The slot wide receiver. Oh yeah. Buzz it like no time left on the clock. Vince Young. Renfro. Renfro, Vince I Young, think yeah. His name. Vince Young Vince Young. Hunter Renfro. Yeah. <laughs> <Renfro>. <laughs> Heathrow, I combined them. <laughs> oh fuck. Those are those are good. Yeah. There's so many good ones. I totally forgot about that fucking two. Oh my god, yo, what about the, the kick return, the, the the kick six? Alabama Auburn? Oh the Oh yeah. Yo, wow, Auburn kick did six. That. I never heard that before. That's what it's called? Yeah, that's what it's called. It's yeah. a great name. Yeah, I remember a dude went up to Chris Davis, yeah. the guy that housed that punt, while he yeah. was getting interviewed. He's like, yo, you're never buying a drink. You're n- never buying a drink at my bar again. And then he kissed him. <laughs> so, yeah, that must be so far. Like, at that very moment, like, he was the man in yo, the whole world. What, yeah. went, what went on that night in Auburn? Yo, multiples. Things yeah. that should have never be spoken. <laughs> multiples. <laughs> so many. Probably could have his pick. I told you guys a Terrell Pryor story. What? My... my my ex's fr- uh, cousin went to Ohio State, and she said Terrell Pryor would walk into parties, look around, point at two girls, and they would leave it up. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Like that was a regular big occurrence. man on campus, yo. Yep. That yo, Bro, he- Matt Liner passed up being the number one pick his junior year to go back to SC for his senior year. Come on, son. <laughs> yo, sometimes it wasn't for the degree. <laughs> Come on. When you have juice. You got juice, yeah. You got juice. <laughs> he probably Bro, also like was I, looking at the field. I've like, seen some juice on the display. I'm not that good. So uh, <laughs> when I was at school for the basketball, like the basketball team was the shit at Syracuse. The football team, not so much. And some serious, just I saw some juice. <laughs> yeah. Bro, they like ooze juice. Like you could just look at them. Like, but yo, Q, Q's top twenty-five now. Now, yeah, I kind of want to go this weekend. They're playing Notre Dame at Yankee Stadium. That's fire. Go. That's mad expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would go if I could afford it. But uh Patreon.com slash veterans <laughs> But uh Yo, just win the thing. You could get two hundred dollars of your choice. That's one of the, the things on Patreon. If you join the Patreon uh, the the patron picks don't end this week for me to get the two hundred dollars. This is true. Yeah. And I'm far behind, so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had my best week of the year this week. We'll I talk about that on Thursday. I wasn't really looking. Um, You're up there. Joe? Yeah, Joe. Impy uh, fucked up. Impy was fourth, and he Impy. dropped to 27th or something because he he didn't submit his lineup. He fell asleep. D. Gibbs in first right now. Mm. Shout out to D. Gibbs and the Patreon yeah. too, right? Yeah. D. Gibbs in there? Yeah, yeah, he's in there. Everyone's, well, everyone everyone in the be. picks. You, to be, yeah, you gotta be in the Patreon. Be in the- Stupid. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, cool. Before we get to football, I just want to touch on NBA a little bit, some things that are going on. Uh, Jimmy Butler got traded to the Sixers. Amazing. For Dario Covington and a pick. I forget which round, second, third? Second round pick. Second round pick. I think it's 2020, though. Yeah. Does this mean the Sixers are going for it or that he just wanted to get the fuck out? I mean, I think the Sixers were going for it regardless. This makes the Sixers better. I don't think there's any if ends or buts about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I am on record as saying Jimmy Butler treated this situation like an asshole, and he was being and he wasn't a very big asshole. But that doesn't change the reason behind why he did it. Is because he was in a locker room where he did not feel that the kids in the locker room wanted to win, and he wanted to win, and. Yes, he tr- he handled it incorrectly. He was a dickhead about the whole thing. But at the end of the day, it's because he wants to win. I, I'm not. I, if I'm the Sixers, I'm very happy to have him. He's one of the best scorers in the league. One of the better better defenders in the league. And you put him on a team with Ben Simmons, and you put him on a team with the guys around him, and all of a sudden you got a contender. But those are young kids too. That's what I was gonna that's say. That's why I just that. Yeah, I was why I just countered it to him. Like if he has any concerns about that. I feel like Ben like, Simmons has been on the record multiple times about talking about how he wants to be the next LeBron and how he wants to be, and he wants to be, and he wants to win, and that's the only thing he cares about. And he showed a lot that he doesn't care about his personal stats. He's like a LeBron type guy. But what about like Embiid, who's always on Twitter and cracking jokes? I'm not saying like he can't be about his business and crack jokes and have a personality, but it's like something you don't see from the average athlete or someone who's like so transparent. Like he got a. Uh, talents for being he's very transparent about his like love for gaming and stuff you don't think like he's gonna get at Embiid I mean it's then again it is a change of scenery so like anything was good for Butler just to get out of there but like in my head I just see like not the same situation but a lot of similarities in terms of the youth and all that but then again the Sixers were a playoff team last year and in the playoffs whereas the Timberwolves haven't and you talk about a guy like Embiid sorry bro you talk about a guy like Embiid I think that he's a lot different than Carl Anthony Towns because Carl Anthony Towns has just been like he was the number one guy in college and he was the number one pick and then he he went to the NBA and he was a star. He never really had to go through anything. Embiid had to come through and he had to go through shit and that makes you grow. And on top of that, everything that Embiid does, he does as a winner. You know what I mean? Like he says, "Yo, I got real estate on um on whose Drummond, head? Drummond. On yeah, on, on Andre Drummond's head, right? That you might see that as different, but at the same time. That's someone who is talking about how he wants to dominate the game, not about how he's playing video games. I mean, he's talking about Rihanna too. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but who isn't talking about but Rihanna? That was a while ago, no? Nah, it was a while. But he gets all, like, all aspects of Rihanna. Yeah, but I, I will say, good, I mean, I, I understand you're like, quote unquote, concerned with the fact that they're still a young team, but I think at the end of the day, winning solves everything. It's like if True. we're winning games, like whatever, like it's totally different than being in Chicago or being in fucking. Minnesota, like, if you're on a team that, like you said, was in the playoffs and shit, it's like, yeah. all right, if we're winning games, like, whatever, play all the fucking video games you want, but come to play when we're fucking at practice or whatever. I also think the other crazy thing is that his road to get to the finals now is a lot easier. Think about it. Now he doesn't need to go through the Warriors, who ultimately no one's going to get through the Warriors in the West. So now it might rejuvenate his career a little bit because he could see that there's a roadmap to actually play in June going through the east you much rather have to go through toronto boston who's kind of struggling um uh, milwaukee who's still you know it's still a young team and like the pacers where with the sixers this is a team that went to the second round of the playoffs last year you're on that team now you got i would say you got three players that are top 25 players simmons and bead and, and butler on the same team the ultimate x factor is whether or not these guys could coexist which also right. brings you to this where if it doesn't work in your philly you didn't really give up much, right? Yeah. Covington really disappointed me last year in the playoffs against the Celtics. He kind of shot them out of that series. Remember how uh, Harrison Barnes in that finals against the Cavs? It was like, yo, why are you shooting all these threes? He was like 0 for 17 at one point from yeah. three. And it was like, yo, you're replacing Harrison Barnes with it. Now KD's going to be getting those shots. It's a wrap, right? Covington last year, I thought, shot them out of that series against the Celtics. So you lose him. Dario, I really like Dario a lot, but... He's kind of come out the gates a little Dario! sluggish. So I think it's you're not really giving up much if you're Philly. And if you're the Sixers, like Dario's an ancillary piece. He's not he's not one of your main characters. Neither is Covington. What was the word he used? Ancillary. Yo, I can't even tell you what that means. It means like the secondary characters. Joey? 
Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know. And if yeah. you don't know, Ansel, now you know. That sounds like we, a like a, something healthy. I was waiting for like Joey who had you know soundboard Mondays when I asked him. He could. Oh hell no. <laughs> No, that was a bar, bro. Yeah, yeah. That was a bar. Respect the bar. That's hashtag. hilarious. Yeah, just, I mean, just take it easy on us, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, these guys are guys on the periphery. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. now he just. <laughs> them, I mean, that one I know. Like, I can, so like, it's not like they I gave don't know up that one. Any I'm superstars? Means like they're you know what a little. They're not in. Like in the out. peripherals. Yeah. They're not in the main focus. Right, right. They're not the main focus. Slow down, bud. You know. You got a whole episode to do. Take it easy. They're not. They're not the. Uh, Dude, I'm no, trying to think of more. Yeah, I'm trying reaching. to think of nah, more nah, big nah, words. Like, yeah, got yeah. the point. Taylor. I'm not that. I'm not that. But uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's a good move, though. I mean, let's. It's a be, chance to improve your squad, and I think you do. You did that. And we'd be remiss if we did not again focus on the fact that the Timberwolves completely dropped the ball again as a franchise. Uh, this is a franchise that we just talked about. Took two point guards over Steph Curry in that draft, and then. Uh, Yo, Every I'm trade not they sit make here and let you slander John look, Flynn, bro. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just when, gonna say that when they when they traded Kevin Garnett, they got peanuts, and then when they they trade for Jimmy Butler, and they give away a guy in Zach Levine now who's playing well, Laurie Markkinen, who looks like the real deal, uh, a couple other guys, Chris Dunn, Chris Dunn, who you don't know, he's he's not a finished product yet, but he's a young kid and he has a lot of potential, and they end up getting Dario uh, Sar- Sarich and uh, Robert Covington. For, much, yes, the net. for their young core. That's what they netted. That's, yeah. And a playoff appearance. I would be hesitant if I'm a franchise to give guys that are head coaches a lot of power. These are all Thibodeau moves too. And Thibodeau, when you're a GM and you're a coach, you got to hate it sometimes if you're an owner because these guys want to win now to keep their jobs, right? A lot of times why you see these teams give up draft picks and whatnot, it's because, yo, Stan Van Gundy gave up all that Gave up a pick. Tobias Harris, who's on a phenomenal contract for Blake Griffin. He's like, yeah, I'm going to try and save my job. Lo and behold, he gets fired. It sets the franchise back. Now, I know Detroit came out firing this year. They're, they're playing pretty well. But Blake, I think that uh, this move, ultimately, if you look at it from a Timberwolves perspective, they completely shit the bet on it across the board. Sure. Yeah, 100%. I think as long as Butler resigns, even if he doesn't, I still took a shot. Like you said, the East is kind of – there for the taking, although mm-hmm. the Raptors look like the favorite, but with this move, easily to say you bolster your chances at at the at a shot. I think there's six teams right now in the East where you can say if they all, if they made it out of the East, you wouldn't be surprised. So, and the Sixers are definitely one of them, and and if they were one of them before this, and it just puts them closer to the top of that list. Mm. So, well done by the Sixers. I like the move. Show. Uh, another thing I wanted to touch on: Melo, he is rumored to get waived. Scrub. <laughs> So Tim, can you tell Yo, me why you're a hater, bro. that this is it's the wrong crazy. move? Please tell me the why. The wrong move? Yeah, tell, <laughs> tell me why it's the Thank wrong you. move. For who? No, I just want you to tell me why. It's it's the wrong move because I'll tell you who's gonna make the wrong move. Philly is rumored to have ties to Melo if he gets waived, and if Melo goes to Philly, then I, no, I don't, mean, don't Ky- do it. Kyrie Philly. was just on record saying he won. He did that team needs like a fourteen year, fifteen year vet. Okay, He's, sure. Because they're struggling, He's, too, the Celtics. Like, look, not for nothing. They're not playing up to par. For the last three, four years, Melo has refused to take the role that he needs to take, outside shooter guy. Yo, if you were a superstar, would that be something easy, that would come easy for you? No, but until... Exactly. That's it. That's all. No but. but. You've given him four, three, four years to to come to terms with it, yo. You come Bro. to terms with it. You, Yo, he can't get to the basket anymore. He can't even reach the rim. He can't dunk. It's like, what are you doing in there? You're fat. Like yo, he's get it. not fat, dude. He's fat. Nah, you, you're wild. Compared man. to NBA players, he's fat. Like he's not me. Don't get me wrong. I'm much fatter than Melo, but he's he's fat, <laughs> fat. Although hashtag no no excuse November going real well. But then, but yo, he needs to sit outside. He needs to take shots because yo, at the end of the day, Melo can put the ball in the basket. That's I mean, that is something that you cannot you cannot debate. No matter how much you hate Melo, he's top fifteen all time in scoring, top twenty all time in shots attempts though. And look. He needs to take that role. He needs to take the role as a three-point shooter. And, and he's not taking that role with Houston. He's stopping the ball. He's stopping the momentum of that offense. Especially in a D'Antoni offense, it's just like seven seconds or less. He's he's holding Bro, the ball, and it's not working. He can't move as good as he can. So, like, how is he going to become a three-point shooter? What? You have to, like, come off screens. You can't just sit there like, yo, pass me the rock. Let me shoot this three. Yo, if you can't, if you can't move enough to get off a screen, get the fuck out. Honestly. Why are you here? You gotta be, he's an NBA player, bro. 
He's what is he? Thirty six years old. I think he's like thirty four. I think he's uh, LeBron's age. LeBron's at eighty three. He got that tat right here. So LeBron's like thirty five. He's older than LeBron. LeBron. No, LeBron's thirty three. He's thirty four. Carmelo, right? Yeah. Yeah. In his thirty fifth year, though, right on Earth. No. Oh no. Okay. Oh wait. Well, next. So thirty four yeah, going on forty five. Thirty four and a this half. Is, yeah, it's thirty four. Thirty four going on fifty eight. Yo, he's got a ton of miles on him, bro. Nice laugh, Tim. Thanks. That's, that's, <laughs> that's another one of my repertoire, man. I got a, I got a repertoire of laughs. Did you say repertoire? I don't even know what he was laughing <laughs> at there. He's like, I heard repertoire. 34, going on 58. <laughs> <laughs> what, are your, what are your thoughts, Nick? I feel like been, sprinklers on a lawn. <laughs> I'm trying to change the subject over here. Hey, Nick, how you doing? Yo, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. I do feel like he's shot, but I also think that if you're looking at it from the Rockets' perspective, they have also been underachieving too. So I'm saying like Melo isn't the issue for like their problem. Eric Gordon is shooting, I think it's like 10 percentage points lower than he was last year. James Harden, I mean, he always leads the league in turnovers, but this year it's even worse because he's not adding any assists to it. And Chris Paul is, looks like he aged three years yes. off that playoff run last year. Yes. So I think that there's a lot bigger issues in Houston than it is with him. They had to go and get that defensive coordinator to unretire because yeah. they wanted him to come back, which was a big storyline I think we touched on on our preview show. But, yeah, as far as Melo goes, he, I don't think you can't change someone like that. Like, yo, if you've yo, had... it's hard to accept. Yeah, yo, they always say that the hardest thing to do in professional sports is coach the aging superstar. Yeah. When you no longer have it and you've been an alpha for a decade plus and you've made all NBA teams and all-star teams and you've made Olympic teams. Or Scrub, like right, Tim? Cream of the crop. Fuck out of here. You can't turn no. around and tell someone. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to accept He it. had his day, but here's... Here, analogy, analogy time. Let's say Bill Clinton... Right, I'm not even gonna discuss. Nah, let's say Bill nah, Clinton. Nah. Like I don't. Like, let's say Bill Clinton goes to the White House. I can't he, even debate you because nah, I, I'm not like nah, not let's politically say, informed. Let's say, well, like, you'll you'll know. Bill Clinton, former president. Let's say he goes no. into the White House. <laughs> Is he gonna sit in the chair Trump Trump sits in now? No, that's not your chair no more, bro. You were there before. You had your chance at that chair. You did well in that chair. Yeah, his con- that chair was his good. But you can't contract. sit in that motherfucking chair no more. You got to go outside. You got to be on the lawn. And you got to say hi to the people as they walk by. That's your role now. And if you don't accept that role, if you think you're still the president, then get the fuck out the White House. It's that, it's that simple, yo. Nah, bro. Yo, I, I'm sorry. I am a frustrated Knicks fan with Carmelo Anthony because that guy was supposed to be the savior. He got us to the playoffs one year. And then he legitimately, if I have to watch that guy miss a game Ending buzzer beater and laugh about it one more goddamn time. Uh, sorry, Tim. Think where, he got Tim, us to the Tim, where can they find ones. you? <laughs> <laughs> Tim can be found going off on Melo's success. That's all he's talking about. Success. The, it's the the mellow hate is a staple of Petropolis brother conversations. You guys are wilding. Yeah, I'd have to say they're wilding too. Anyway, Melo's gonna have his number in the rafters of the garden. I'm gonna buy a ticket and bring Tim with me that day. Look, the last and time we're sure. not gonna get scalped either. Let's go. I'm just gonna bring it up. <laughs> me and Nick got scalped. Uh, I think we've told this story in the story in the long past, but yeah, me and Nick got scalped the first uh, when Melo got traded to the Knicks. I think they were playing the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, we tried to get tickets and it didn't work out well. Yo, where are you sitting on the end train? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it ended. Last time I was at MSG, I watched. Yanni's right. jump over to right, Hardaway so, Jr. and I watched Chris Dasperzingis go off for two years. So next time, I'll take you to. The I'd game. rather go to that game than watch the game where Melo's number gets lifted into those rafters. You're a hater, bro. I am. All right. I'm proud. That's enough. Whatever. That. I wear it. Okay. Buy you a Melo jersey for Christmas too. Please don't. I have one. Oh, so that's all I needed to know. I he hate it, but he love it. I used to be a Melo fan. I used to be, and then he tried to sit in the chair. All right. No. That's enough. <laughs> uh, can we talk about football so we can get as far away from this conversation as possible? A little bit. It will last for five days. Yay. Little yay. Um, Yo, stop with the yay, yay, bro. It's a Thursday thing you said. Yo, but that, yeah. I tried I to get you to bring it Thursday. to Monday, and you don't fuck with it. I Now I don't Thursdays. ask for it, and you bring it. <laughs> that's right. I'm going to bring a conversation that's going to bring a whole lot of happiness to both of you. So the Bills won 41-10 uh, to 10 nah. against the Jets. Oh How God. the fuck did that happen, bro. Matt Barkley? That yeah, that's what happened. That's what happened. It's crazy. They have a competent, semi-competent quarterback now. Matt Yo. Barkley went junior year of high school on us. Savior. <laughs> when he Matt was Barkley? the number one player in all of the country. 
Let, made we made Zay Jones look good. He made us look bad. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets look terrible. Yeah, there's not much to oh, say yeah, about that, this game. I don't know. I hope Tremaine Johnson's injured or else that contract right now looks like one of the worst contracts of all time. He was playing well before he got injured. Well, it's I not hope like he's, he's injured because he looked like shit yesterday. Yeah, he did. The actual game I wanted to talk about that was going to make us all happy was the game that we all called and said would get ugly. The Saints beat mm. the shit out of the Bengals ah. 51 uh, to 14. Um, Yo, Everybody scored. I have, a, uh, I have a take. I don't think it's hot, but I think that Yo, they were up like thirty. They were up like thirty points on one on one point, and they kept passing. Yo, they went for a fourth and one from the goal line up like. Yeah, yo, I, I think they're trying to inflate Breeze's numbers to win MVP this year. It's way too many times where they're throwing when you usually you know you know like proper etiquette in football. You know, you don't throw. Good, I'm happy about that, bro. Fucking etiquette. And Breeze's Breeze's playing at a really really high level. I, I literally was just having this conversation with my dad the other day about, you know, obviously he's going to the Hall of Fame or whatever. But I'm like, yo, this dude wins another Super Bowl. And I was just looking at his stats. And I'm like, yo, this guy is going to lead in everything. Yo, yeah. he passed far. Yeah, he's second all time. Yeah, he's second. He needs 30 touchdowns to tie Peyton. He's going to play, like, more seasons. He's going to be first. And look at these weapons he's surrounded with, all I, young bucks. That's what I'm saying, where he doesn't even They're need to throw it. Like, like Dez said, baby goats. Dude. Is that what he said? Yeah, he called Kamara and Ingram baby goats. And no, Kamara and Mike Thomas baby yeah. goats. Yo, I, I just think that, like, yeah, if he wins another Super Bowl, that's two. Yeah. And I, I've been on record saying he's the most underappreciated, underrated, I think, superstar of our generation. Word. Not even not even football-wise. Like, he legit is always outside of everyone's top three. Always. Like, every single year. You yeah. also brought up, I, I kind of found that interesting a while ago, how he changed the, the, the quarterback, quarterback position. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. It's because of him that, yo, Baker Mayfield just had his best game in the pros, too. Yeah. yeah. And Baker Mayfield never has a chance if it's not for Drew Brees. Manziel doesn't. Russell Wilson don't. See, that for me, like, watching the Saints throw on fourth and one and throw even when they're up by 30, like, I, you say to get Drew Brees uh, MVP, which could be the case. For me, I'm seeing it as they got a giant cock, and they're swinging it around. Yeah. And they wa- they want to put the league on notice. When they acquired Teddy Bridgewater, and when they traded those two picks for Davenport, and when they went out and got Dante Fowler, and when they signed Des Bryant, even though it didn't Dante work Fowler. out. Dante Fowler went to the Rams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm bugging. But <laughs> Eli Apple. <laughs> Eli, all right, fine. Got a pick Eli Apple. Come on. Come on. Right. I'm saying. But when they, but <laughs> it's not bad. Look. Yeah. Come I mean, on. they nah, went out. They got, trash, uh, they got him, but they, they made a... a uh, upgraded a position. Eli Apple is an upgrade in that position, right? So they're making these moves and they're blowing teams out. And ever they want to put the league on notice. This team is ready for a Super Bowl. They want a Super Bowl. They believe they can win a Super Bowl. And they're gonna come and they're gonna they're gonna slap you with their cocks every single game. And <laughs> I mean, we talked about it too. Greatest greatest buzzer beaters. The Diggs buzzer beater. Mm. Yeah. Like you think that's. If that's not like playing in their locker room like, every let's leave no Sunday, doubt. you walk in the door. Yeah, leaving no doubt. You Yo. know Sean Payton, too. He's one of those fucking guys yeah. who's going to sit in his room for two months and just like stew. Oh, that guy's angry. Remember when we had this conversation where you were like, Yo, when they're playing the Vikings, do you think they're thinking about that? And I was like, I really don't think so. I said that on the field. Um, but it seems like now, you know, they're leaving no doubt. Like at all, like they don't want that to happen ever again. Because who who's to say they don't win the Super Bowl mm-hmm. if they don't win that game? So they're like, "Yo, we really gave it away. Like we could have won the Super Bowl if we just fucking beat them." Uh, so I think that's that could be why too that they're like, "Yo, I'm not leaving anything to chance. We are beating everyone by forty. We are never doing that." Also, two of our you know their running game, Kamara and and Ingram, you know. I'd rather throw the ball to fucking Ted Ginn and shit because if he gets injured over one of them, I'd be more happy than fucking... Well, he's already injured. (laughs) Trey Collins-Smith got zero fantasy points, zero looks, and they still put up 51 points. Dude, everyone scored on this fucking team. Yo, two things. Right now, they're the Vegas favorite to win the Super Bowl. And this week, they play the Eagles. I think it's going to go back to what you're saying. They lose to the Vikings. The Vikings lose to the Eagles. Saints are probably like, yo, son, we should have won that Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. So I think they're gonna blow the doors off the Eagles. I didn't have a chance to bury the Eagles this week. Yeah, yeah, this is a big game. You don't want to play Philly four again. and five giant games this week. Yeah, just absolutely better hurt. because last week was also kind of lackluster too. The, it was. There's games. I, I heard this stat and I couldn't believe it. And then once I, uh, you look at it, and it made sense. 
The only game between two teams with both having over 500 records was the Saints and Bengals. Was the Saints and Bengals. Yeah. And that ended up being the biggest blowout of the day. Yo, I know we live in the moment. How many wide receivers are you taking over Mike Thomas right now, this this very second? Because uh, we had that little debate in our group chat. Two. Mm, I, uh, I don't know. A, I, B, I take and DeAndre Hopkins. I'll, I'll, put, I'll, I'll probably say four. I'll put them over I don't OBJ. know, yo. To me, that whole group, I'm, taking two. I'm cool with any of them. Yeah. I'm taking A, B, and Thielen, bro. Thielen? Damn, Thielen. I wasn't Thielen. even thinking of Thielen. That's my guy, dude. I don't know, Thielen. If I I'm like, dimensional, I'll bro. Put he can go five. downfield, and I'll he can it, get you those five yards. I'll put him in the top five, but th- there's not many people that, that possess the strength, speed, and route running ability that yeah, Michael Thomas. Does. I mean, no doubt and, he's a monster. And I just take two guys over him. And hands. Like I know he's not Odell making one-handed catches, but you put that ball anywhere near him, yeah. he's coming down with it. Like that that ca- we were talking about it, and then he made that diving catch in the end zone, the end zone as catch. soon as we were talking about it in the group chat. It was just like, of course, of course he did that. Who I, else is making that catch? Yeah, I think right not now many. I think right now I'd probably only take D Hop over him. D Hop, Mike Thomas, and then I don't, I'd still take Julio man. I was I was thinking like so here's my five is is Odell A B Julio D Hop and Mike, Mike Thomas, Thomas. That, in no gotta, order though like yeah I'll cool Thielen who you putting Thielen in over over I can't. over who who you you tell us over what was your five you just named D Hop I got A B Julio D Hop Mike Thielen. Thomas Odell and Mike Thomas Odell, Odell. Odell. you take so you taking Odell, Odell out of that yeah. Odell's probably the biggest playmaker in the NFL I think I agree and he's he, he look at his stats with. No, sorry guys. Pro- possibly the worst NFL in the, the worst NFL in the QB, worst QB in the NFL. Dude, not only that, but like he's nice, he's, no doubt. We've seen he's him make play, like me. every time he catch, every time Odell catches the ball, like he, this dude can make a play. Yeah, Yo, and, like he's, he makes the first two guys miss. It's because Thielen doesn't bring the flash to any of those guys. Thielen's bring. a playmaker. Well, he's too, had though. his time too. I mean, I see I'm AB and, like, and and Odell doing it from like every single fucking year from the from the jump. Yeah. Like, if he once had what? How many seasons in the fucking As league? many as Mike Thomas. A season and a half. Mm. Nah. Mike yeah, Thomas yeah. is doing it one more year than Thielen. Thielen was good two years ago. He wasn't Thielen. Now, last Thielen year. Thielen had those monster year. games to end the year a couple in like 2016. Let me, let me pull some. And then Thielen 2017 was. <laughs> but yeah, I think Thielen is that Wait, number six what? guy. <laughs> Who said he was a year and a half? Tim, uh, Tim, <laughs> a year and a half he's been Thielen. this level. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, he's had his time. 2014. Yeah, he's been in the league undrafted, for a while. bro. Yes. All right. Which is respectable. Which, well, you know, AB he had his was a first. He's pick. had three seasons where he's been playing. Yes, I'll say he played in 2015. Only had 12 catches, but whatever. And then 2016 is where he started to right 70 come. catches. He's on the for, come up. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's good, but I would not take him over. Any of those five guys. Especially because you take those guys and you put them around the field and you can put them anywhere. Thielen is not going to play on the outside. He doesn't have the skill set to play on the outside. Dude, I'm sorry, but Julio Jones, I know his knock is like touchdowns or whatever. Not beast. Man beast. Beast. Man beast. I think he is the prototype wide receiver. I, it's just sometimes though, like he just drops easy balls. That's my only complaint about Julio. Like yesterday, he had this slant, would have got the Falcons 20 yards and it just... It hit him in the hands and dropped. And I was just like, wow, dude, how? You, yeah. you'll, you'll make a catch over someone's head when you got to jump over six people, but you can't put one that's right between the numbers. I, I, does, that's the only thing. That's my only knock against Julio. That's uh, why he's number five on my list. A, a, a game that kind of like shocked me when I was watching. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? The Titans pretty mm. much beat the shit out of the Patriots, 34 to 10. Deion Lewis comes out afterwards. He's like... That's what happens when you go cheap. Yeah. <laughs> don't be cheap. Yeah. Don't be cheap. You get cheap, you get your That's ass kicked. It. Yeah, exactly. Those are some so. passionate words there from Dion Luhu. Corey Davis went off. Yo. What that, happened? Yeah. What happened? Yo, the Patriots are two and three on the road. That's what happened. They lost to Matt Patricia. Mm. Yeah, he's not They doing lost to well. Mike Vrabel. Not doing well against former Pat assistants. Two or guys who are defensive guys who kind of probably ski- coached against that offense in practice. How, how often? Yeah, the Titans' defense had a very clear game plan, and that was take James White out of the game. And they took James White out of the game, and the Patriots had trouble moving the ball on offense because of that. And they also got pressure on Brady. That's the number one thing. You, we've we've talked about yeah, this many yeah. times. It's the only way to to get him. Did you see Brady uh, after he caught that ball? <laughs> and I was just waiting for someone. No one on the internet did it. Where you make you get like a a sniper video. 
Maybe maybe oh, I'll yeah. do it. <laughs> Where he just falls <laughs> down. Where he just falls down. <laughs> dude, he looks like a newborn giraffe just trying to get I his mean, legs. Dude, underneath. Nah, he he's looks like forty one years old. I don't care, bro. Yeah, you're an athlete in the NFL and probably in the like the best the shape of anyone. All right, but you're like in the best shape for any forty year old ever. Four year old can't even run. Drew Brees runs a couple times uh, the, every well, once in a while. I seen Drew Brees going out for a pass. And then yesterday, no, not going out for a pass. But yesterday, Drew Brees rolled. I, I did bro, mention that when Drew Brees even, rolls nah, out, he looks so. Drew unnatural. Brees looks good when he runs. Guy's got a stride. Well, they got Taysom Hill to run for him. He don't. He's That's not true. running anywhere. That's yeah, true. That guy to run for everybody on that goddamn team. Yo, Taysom Yo, I Hill. I still think. Like I think if the Saints go to the Super Bowl. I would bet Yo, Taysom Hill first touchdown. Taysom Hill. Not even first. I would bet MVP. MVP? Yo, a kick return, a fucking, a little scoop-de-doop fucking <laughs> quarterback thing. <laughs> scoop-de-doop. Like, yo, if he has, like, one big-ass run, like, from, like, the, like the 25, and just they do, like, some wild-cut shit, he just runs it to the house. He's going to run and a then fake returns punt. A kink. A kink. <laughs> <laughs> returns a kick. Fake yo, punt touchdown. Plus 10,000. Bet it, folks. Yo. 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 <laughs> Forces a fumble on, like, a, uh, on like a punt return. Yo, he I has like a lot of potential. Maybe you can get him in on, on defense just for the fuck of it. Oh, yo, if they go to the Super Bowl, are we making him the Fozzie prop? No, why not? Yo, yards. He's gonna have. A, they're gonna. They're uh, gonna set tanks. that at like eight yards. What's the Fozzie pop? You know, Fozzie you know about the infamous Fozzie pop. Was it two and a half yards? It was like three oh, and a half oh, yards oh, from scrimmage. Yeah, yeah. He was like, Fozzie Whitaker. Yeah, okay. yeah. And he's and like, yo, this is my favorite bet. I'm like, what? He's like, yo, we can't catch one pass for four yards. Yeah, and he was wasn't like, it the first drive? Someone got hurt. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jonathan yeah. Stewart got, got hurt. hurt. It was yeah. Panthers. It was Panthers. Broncos Super Bowl. It's like Bulls a forty-yard like, pass. Like for us, <laughs> Bulls was like, "Yo, this is my favorite bet." I'm like, "Yo, you're an idiot." So ever since then, we coined it the Fosse problem. I like that. I it's like a that. mad random legendary backup on some team. Yo, Taysom yeah. Hill, like eight yards. Yeah. Total. Yes. Nah, I'm, I, I'm gonna go like twenty-four yards. Is gonna be the line. It depends from on scrimmage. It depends on the season. From goes. scrimmage. Hmm. That see, that's a little tougher. I don't know. I, I don't think it was set. Line. I don't think it was set that high. Nah, yo, I, I feel like I, he gets like five snaps a game. I think it's gonna be single digits. Think so? Yeah. yeah then I take it. Why? Like without well, like you, you don't gotta talk no more, Joe. Yeah, I take it. I, take I it. bet. <laughs> <laughs> yo, but back to the passing play with Brady. Yeah. They ran the same play with Mariota, and they asked Brady like, "Yo, what's up?" He's like, "I just wanted to show like I could do it better." Ooh. And they were talking about that like, well, they were talking about on the on the broadcast, but we were talking about that as well. As I was watching with my brothers, and we're like. They just ran the same exact play. Vrabel's not fucking around. Uh, like this guy doesn't want to be junior. He's trying to be senior right away. I'll tell you this much. I didn't know about that. I hope they play in the playoffs and they got to go to Foxborough. We'll Lock see. It up. We'll see. I mean, if they go to Foxborough, yes. I mean, they, oh, they, well, I mean, look. Let's not get crazy. The Patriots are still what seven and three now. They're still the Patriots. Yeah. Or, Yo, or, or, Tennessee six, three. six and three. Six and three. Tennessee, low key top five defense in the league has has been all season. Yo, and, ten, and strung two big back to back wins together. And not Dallas for nothing, that was impressive. Yeah, Marcus Mariota could not feel his hand. Yeah, he looks like, the part the last couple of weeks. And because he's healthy, like it's not a it's not a coincidence that he has went from. Sucky quarterback who can't feel his hand to healthy quarterback, and all of a sudden he's killing it. Mm. Like, look, I'm not. There's a weird flex, but I, I picked the the Titans to make the AFC Championship game preseason. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't even know what kind of flex that is. It's, it's not, not but I. This this is the team that I imagine seeing, and also that offense with Matt Lafleur. He's never called plays in the NFL before. Now he's from a coaching tree that calls great plays, the McVay Shanahan coaching tree, but. He's never actually called plays himself. He was a quarterback coach. So you got to give him a little bit of time to adjust as well. And now it looks like he's starting to call plays more. He's he's starting to to bring the run pass option out more. He's starting to be more uh, creative with where he's putting his receivers. He's being more creative about how he's using Deion Lewis. Corey is, Davis has been OD involved. So this is, this is not a coincidence that the Titans have turned up. And I think that this is going to be a team that in three weeks, you're looking at this team completely different than you looked at them three weeks ago. Yeah, I saw a graphic yesterday. Fox put up it was like the AFC South was flipped on its head. Mm. The Jaguars were three and one. The Texans were Texans 0-3. were zero and three, and like the Texans, I mean the Colts and the and the Titans were like middling teams, like five hundred. Now it's like polar opposite. It's crazy. Uh, also, I'm surprised it took you this long to talk about the Falcons game, but you know the Browns, I mean, the Browns beat up on the I called the that. Falcons. Not for nothing. Yeah, whatever. You called that. I did. You call it every week. I got Twitter proof it. of it. I got Twitter proof of it. Whatever. But, yo, listen. Six straight Matt Ryan touchdowns. 
were created by receivers. What does that mean? Yo, for for hold on. Look, what I'm just saying just said, it's facts. What you said that touchdown it was Austin Hooper is what we're referring to. I'm talking about Austin Hooper. I'm talking about the I'm talking about the 1-yard screen pass to Julio too. Let, let's not forget that Austin Hooper touchdown was after three uh three passes in the end zone on 4th and 1 that were all incomplete. Okay? Matt Ryan has one of the worst quarterback ratings in the world, Honestly, when it comes not, when it comes down to the last two minutes and the last four minutes when they're trailing, like this is not a coincidence. Yo, you're getting mad picky. All right, not that, but on a one yard touchdown, you're being mad picky. Not only that, but the Austin Hooper, I thought he made a play. Who? Matt Ryan. Uh, Bro, he had th- he was like running away, threw off his back foot. Okay. What do you want him to do? It's never good enough. It's it. That's not good. Yo, losing, if that's Russell Wilson, yo, losing what to a, the what a what a play. Nah, losing to the Browns is not good enough for me. No, of course, especially when you're a team that's that's yo, and and he has the nerve to be like all aggravated on the sidelines, like he's doing enough to win. He's not, and not for nothing. His his defense. Bro, you could you talk. You could be aggravated on the sideline when this was like a season. Sure, but you, his defense. A lot of people talk about his defense. That defense put them in position multiple times last game, including when the when Julio scored. A pick that brought them to their own 30-yard line for that score. So you could blame the defense all you want, but the bottom line is that offense is not getting it done, too. That uh, I mean, The most overrated week, team in history, that team. Yo, Julio has 1,000 yards already. <laughs> He's not overrated. He's the man. I mean, you know who's getting him in the ball for those 1,000 yards. Right? I mean, I wish he had a better quarterback to get on the all ball. Right. Imagine if he was playing with, like, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. How much more yards would he have over 1,000? I'm sure. Monte Adams is an elite talent. He doesn't even have a thousand yards yet. Sure, but he has almost ten touchdowns. True. Was he had eight mm-hmm. touchdowns? Ten touchdowns. He got two this week. Yeah, he's only had two games without a touchdown. Yo, how about Aaron Jones? Finally, uh, I've been I've been saying it that he. Yeah, I mean, I said yards. it last week when I said they were beating the Rams on the ground and then give they him just the fucking ball. Yeah. Give him the fucking balls. The right. craziest part the is a ball, fuck boy. <laughs> how, how many attempts did he have? Like fifteen. Fifteen. That's still not enough. hundred and what? 145. And he was already leading the league the last two seasons in yards per attempt. Like, this guy needs to get the ball more. And you see what type of different offense they are yeah. when he does. Bro, things come easier when you can run the football. That's just a fact. In the yeah. passing game, things come easier. Especially when you got Aaron Rodgers back there. Yeah. And you got to figure they're always got to be like, well, I don't really want to commit to the run ever. So just let this guy do what he's got to do. When, right. he, when he came back from, was he suspended or was he hurt? Suspended. He was suspended, right? I said it right away. I was like, yo, this offense just flows better when he's in there. Get this guy Jamal Williams out. And I think now they finally figured out that, yo, this is our guy going forward. Even with Ty yeah. Montgomery. Like Ty Montgomery, was, I think, was seeing 30% of the snaps. All of a sudden, you're not putting in Jamal Williams on passing downs. Mm. So all of a sudden, all those snaps go to Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. That's a scary proposition crazy Aaron Rodgers didn't even have 200 yards he had 199 but he didn't have 200 that's like if the if the Packers can run the ball like that on a consistent basement yeah it's a wrap that they are all of a sudden a real 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 contender in the NFC as long as they can play defense I don't know man this team still doesn't like it's really just Rodgers I know Jones is it's still a new thing I want to see him continue this but their schedule is hard to to close out the year they got to play the at Chicago they have another game against the Vikings. They're playing Seattle on the road. I believe I believe the Thursday night game is in Seattle this week. So they have a tough schedule, man. And I don't know if I'm buying the Packers outside of Rodgers. Like, I know he's Superman and all that, but I think that that relationship's broken between him and McCarthy, too. Like, a lot of people in Packer Nation is not happy with him. I've been feeling like the NFL is, like, taking a complete turn. Like, it's like a new NFL that we're not used to. Like, I feel like going into every year, you always have this sort of sentiment towards Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and the Falcon, like Matt Ryan and the Falcons. And like, it's like these, like these guys have now moved down your list. I feel like, and now we're talking about these other teams with like the young quarterbacks. Well, it's the new fling. It's the new, it's the new sparky relationship. It's the new girl in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. But I'm just, uh, you know, and even the the, big old Patriots too, like there's just, you have a different feel about it. Usually you go into the season. You're like, well, these guys are going to win their division. These guys are going to make, well, the Patriots are still going to win their division. Well, you know what I mean? But like, uh, you just yeah, but like they'll win their division. But like after they win, you're like, all right, they have to like legitimately play up to to this. Yeah, after the, yeah, after that. And on that on that McCarthy, no, I can't remember who I was talking about. I think it was my brother Jason. But Greg Jennings in an interview, and Greg Jennings said we had so much talent 
and McCarthy didn't do anything to help us. It was always hard. Like Aaron Rodgers always has to make a play. Like Devontae Adams, if you check where he's at, he plays in one spot. He plays on the left side in the wide receiver one position, and he plays that every single snap. Like other players, other teams will move players around, put their best players in the slot, move them around to make them the most open they could be. But McCarthy runs a very vanilla offense, and what makes it great is that Aaron Rodgers can extend plays and make crazy things happen that have no business happening. So I I hear what you're saying. Like a lot of people in Packer Nation, for the right reasons, are pretty fed up with Mike McCarthy. Yeah, there's no like motion. There's no jet sweep motion. It's always just like this guy's going to line up here and shit. Like, yo, you see it with, with New England. You see it with the Saints where guys come in motion. And one way that you could beat a press, and Devontae Adams always sees a press, is you send the guy in motion because the corner can't press up on him because he's, he's moving. He's not mm-hmm. stationary out there. So, yeah, it is a very vanilla offense. And, yo, if you really think about it, most of their big plays the last, like, decade has always been the improv of Rodgers. It's always been... On the run. Drops back, five-step drop back, no one there. Once he leaves the pocket, that's when it's like, yo, Jordy, 35 yards downfield, back shoulder, shit like that. So the offense is very vanilla. Yeah. And, and you see these jets, you see these motions, these motions, these motions. And one thing with the Rams that happened uh, last week was they always got a guy motioning a jet sweep. No mm-hmm. matter what, it's always a motion, always a motion. And then the game was on the line, and they mentioned on the broadcast, Brandon Cooks on a jet sweep, they actually give him the ball, and they caught the defense completely out of position in Seattle. And he just he had an easy touchdown when the game was on the line. And that's that's what you need to do in today's NFL. You need to do some fake fake uh, screens and wide receiver and make it a wide receiver screen. You need to pitch the ball to your tight end and let him go for a run. You need to hand it off to the fullback every now and again. Yeah, keep up people back. guessing. Yeah, you got to keep people guessing. And McCarthy's college, offense doesn't yeah, the do college it. College offenses. Finding its way into the NFL. Luckily, Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback, so yeah. they make plays anyway. Hmm. Uh, another game, Nick kind of made a good call on this. The Seahawks put up a good fight, but ultimately ended up losing to the Rams. Uh, but that was a cool game to watch. Mm-hmm. I feel like people were just scoring back and forth the entire time. Shot Penny, your boy. My boy. About I got a chance. Not I got a chance, but he finally Produced. made the most of his workload. Yeah, yeah 100 yards and a Scampered touchdown. Scampered in for his first touchdown. Todd Gurley has another 160 yards fucking of offense. I think the biggest storyline of this game is Cooper Cup leaving with a ACL. ACL. He's out for the year now. Probably going into next year. Going to be out for a long time. I hate that, man. I hate that, too. And especially because he was such a big part of that red zone Mm -hmm. offense. And if you look around on that team, sure, Josh Reynolds had a couple touchdowns in his absence. But Cooper Cup is a big body. And a lot lot of people don't don't realize Cooper Cup is so big because he's a... He's a white guy, and he plays in the slot. So usually those guys are sh- the short. The type is like 5'10", 5'11". Right. Like a Danny Amendola type. Yeah. But he's not that. He's 6'2", and he's big, and he was their number one red zone weapon. So it's going to be interesting to see how they uh, recover from that because Cooper Cup was a giant part of their offense. Bunk boys, him and Jared Goff, their rookie year. Well, Cup's rookie year last year, they shared the same bunk in uh, training camp. So they had a good chemistry. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, the, the thing with the, with the Rams is – they're kind of suspect defensively, so they're always going to allow teams to stay in the games despite how good their offense is. But, yo, I, I want to combine two games because I think that the Rams and the Chiefs both were looking ahead to next Monday. And if you think about it, they really, you know, both teams didn't cover the spread. It was something that I was talking about, how you got to be careful with these big lines. And sometimes teams do fall into traps and they turn those, those games turn into like sticky situations. Even the Chiefs. They, they won by, I think, 12 or 14 points. They yeah. didn't cover. It was a big point spread. But it felt like they were doing just enough. Kareem Hunt was missing. They didn't feature him at all. Spencer Ware, I believe, scored a touchdown. He got a lot of carries also. So I think they were just kind of, let's just take care of business and win. We don't need to show all our cards because I've been I've been talking up this Monday Night Football game next, next week, which is going to be huge. And I think that that's where both of those teams were really focusing on. I know we said during the show about a couple games that these are the games of the year but this is definitely game of the year just given like the chance for offense well not only the offense but you know, both teams are atop of their their well, respective conferences and the young qbs like there's a lot of stuff the, the mvp award is going to be on the line too essentially you got todd I mean, you Gurley. Got breeze in there too though. sure but you got todd Gurley and pat mahomes who are the fa- leading candidates right now according to vegas breeze is slightly behind them you know he's close his ground too but the prime time factor the standalone games, it always influences everyone's 
you know, it's yeah. public perception because it's the only game at hand and everyone's talking about it. And in Vegas right now, they have it as the highest point total ever, 63. It's wild. There's going to be like 70-plus points that game. Like, I think that's Look the floor it. to that. Like, I think yeah. like 28-28 is going to be the score Both at halftime. Both have shitty defenses. Yeah, exactly. And it's well-documented. So, it's it's going to be fun. I'm thinking of going to the... Mexico? Uh, I mean, I would love to. <laughs> that would be fantastic. But I'm thinking about going to the book for that one. Monday night? Go right after this? <laughs> uh, you're off on Tuesday, dog. What's up? So, let me see what the college basketball slate is. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk later. We'll talk later. Uh, ben Roethlisberger throws five touchdowns. Yo, they're getting oh, hot. Thursday night game. Getting hot. They're getting hot. James Conner. Damn, yeah. They Juju. shut down the Panthers. Jesse James. Uh, Vance McDonald. Yo, Vance McDonald's is- shady. They're making plays, yo. <laughs> yo, he's an old school type guy. Yeah. He's like a fucking Jason Witten. Except he's way more physical. AB got It's impossible too. to bring down, bro. Vance McDonald is all about yards after contact. Yo, same shit with Pittsburgh. Gearing, you're out. And we always fall for the trap. They come out sluggish. They come out slow. Figure it out. November going forward. It's like, yo, no one wants to play this team. And I'll tell you this much. If they play like a team like the Chiefs in the playoffs, they got to go into Arrowhead. It's just one of those things where you always run into that one team. That's your kryptonite. And I know it's been with Alex Smith in the past, but you might see those colors and black and yellow. Black be a little worried. Um, yo, the Chargers. Granted, they did play the fucking. Don't matter. They're hanging right there with the Chiefs in the West, bro. Seven in a row. Quietly. Seven six in, two in a row, now. right? I think it's six. Six. Well, they're seven and two now. Yeah, seven and two. Yo. No one's talking about them. No one. Nobody. Nobody. And you, look at their, and you look at their losses, two of them came against the best teams in the league. Yeah, Rams and Chiefs. They're two losses. They don't have Bosa back yet, too. Derwin James is, uh, I mean, I know I picked him from the beginning, but a lot of people are saying he's his defensive rookie of the year, and he's balling. He's really locked up the, the back end of that defense. And also, Melvin Ingram had a big game yesterday, too. And Casey Hayward's playing at a shutdown level again, too. And, yo, add all that. Perryman in the middle as a linebacker. Add Joey Bosa to that. Who's Ingram, too. Yeah, but add Joey Bosa to that. Watch out. When is that fucking kid coming back? It was supposed to be after uh, their bye week, but he's going to come back. They haven't ruled him out for the year, so I just think that this team is... Rivers is... Yo, Rivers is another guy. Like No one's talking about Rivers. Rivers is having a monster year, too. And Rivers is always like a shady... like Yeah, yeah. Productive guy. Keenan, he, he's another guy that should be considered for MVP. Yo, yeah. Keenan Allen complained about not getting the ball enough. And the last two games, he's seen, uh, I think it's 19 of the 52 pass attempts from, from Rivers. So, like, he's getting more and more of the target market share. So, yeah, I, I, mean, I know I have a dog in the fight because I've made a financial investment, Tim, on this uh, Chargers team. But I like what I'm seeing from them. I like that they're flying under the radar. Melvin Gordon's having a pretty, pretty good-ass year. I, th- I think that's the, the key He's been such a fantasy beast the last two years that people haven't realized that he hasn't been a very good running back. This year, he's a very good running back, and he's controlling the pace of that offense. And he he, he was a crazy he was crazy in the pass game last year, but he's even more involved in the pass game this year. And then you got that two headed monster with Austin Eckler as well, and that's like that reminds me very much of the Devonta Freeman Tevin Coleman combination when Kyle Shanahan was was with Atlanta in their one good year. So I really I really think that. They control the game. They set the pace. They set the tone. They play Chargers football every time they're out there. And it's very clear that they make the other team play the way that they want them to play. And that's at, at the end of the day, when you control the place, you, uh, excuse me, pace, you control the game, period. Hmm. Uh, anything else you guys wanted to touch on a little bit? A game that stood out to you? Nah, that's basically it. There was a lot of shitty games this week. What about the Bears? Bears win again. Bears are 6-3. and three. Mitchie Trubbs, baby. That guy's the real deal. It's true. You Who would have picked this team, huh? After 1 o'clock, he outscored my entire fantasy team. How are you feeling about Mitch now? Or the Bears in general? Forget Mitch. Yo, I don't, I don't know. Every yeah, week but every I week. Say, <laughs> yo, yeah, you know what it is? Like, every week I talk with MP about the betting lines. I'll be like, yo, I just can't trust them as like a 6.5 point favorite. Cover. Like, easily. Yeah. The Bears have become one of my favorite teams. That's one. That I picked three teams to make it out of the NFC North. I picked the Lions. I... After two weeks, I quickly wanted to adjust that to the Bears. I wish that I could. I wish I could go back in time and adjust to the Bears because I think the Bears are a serious contender. I think 
You saw Khalil Mack. Did you see that highlight on the checkdown where Khalil Mack runs just, through a tight end? And he then he swim the, moves a tight end and then he bulldozes an offensive line and then he gets to the quarterback all within two seconds. And you add that to a defense that already dominates when he's not there. And Mitch Trubisky with is his tutelage with Matt Nagy. Like, and people still hate on this fucking guy. I don't understand. Like, the announcer on his first touchdown, they were like, well, that either was really lucky or it was great placement. But if that was fucking Russell Wilson or Tom Brady, that was the best throw they've ever seen in their lives. Get the fuck out of here with that. And he, he runs like an animal. This, this week, actually, he didn't run as much as he, as he could have because he was so good in the passing game. And that running game runs shit, too. Like, I know, I know it's... It's easy to, to get confused with fantasy and think that Jordan Howard and Tariq Hill have been underproducing because they've been Tariq Cohen have been underproducing because they've been underproducing fantasy wise. But together combined, these two guys are controlling games for the Bears. And that defense is the real deal. It's legitimate. It's the number one defense in the league right now. And I I love the Bears going forward. They're one of my favorites. Their defense is. I seem to know what they're man. doing with Khalil Mack too because. They rested him, obviously, against the Bills and the Jets, which we could do any day of the week. And they got him back this week for NFC North matchup, and he back to Khalil Mack. So he's healthy. Two sacks. <laughs> the monster. <laughs> the guy's crazy, man. Uh, yo, one thing I do want to say before we end the show. Yo, Pat Mahomes is fucking nuts. Mm. This guy's got 31 touchdowns, and he threw a touchdown the other day. Like, I didn't even see it in real time. Like... I went to Espos, and then you know how Red Zone does like every touchdown, or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. So he threw a touchdown. There was four guys around. I think it was Tariq Hill. I was like, "Yo, this guy's nuts! It's insane! Yo, this guy's nasty, bro." I mean, they beat the Cardinals, so like, whatever. Who gives a fuck? But yo, he's he's fucking nice. He has thirty-one touchdowns. That's insane. That's the Chiefs franchise record. He set it by week ten. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the new NFL, though. Like. All these records are going to be. Shattered. I mean, yeah. one you can say it's the new NFL all you want, but it's also it the is. new quarterback, and he's fucking good. No, he is. He is good. He's clearly good. Clearly. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's go watch this Monday night game. Tim, yeah. where can they find you? At Temple Trap on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. BrotoFantasy.com, but only if you like winning for fantasy football. And the Brodo Fantasy Podcast. Uh, also, I got a little surprise for you coming this way for the Instagram. Very excited about it. So everyone go keep your eye on the Instagram feed. Uh, veterans underscore minimum on Instagram. Go find me at the Lamb Show, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. I'm out here, dogs. At Endevito27 on Twitter and the gram. Uh, you guys can follow me at Joe Santagato. And go follow our Instagram, veterans underscore minimum. And our Twitter at Veterans Minimum. And that is all. We'll see you guys next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.